Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence at Roots Bay Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And I'm bordering on too many podcasts this afternoon, bordering on it. But guess what? It's my podcast. I'm going to do it. And I think this one, I have a perfectly valid justification for having a podcast. Tennessee is back to playing tonight. Tennessee has a number. I've seen a couple of numbers out there as far as how many COVID cases the the Tennessee Smokies have. I'm not going to say the numbers. Uh, I'm not going to research to see who has COVID. I'm not going to do any of that. But there are quite a few players who are on the COVID list now for Tennessee. And... I think I've seen a list of at least five uh, South Bend players who've been called up. There's the potential of some iCubs players getting sent back as well. I I don't know who's going to do which. Heck, they might even have somebody moved up from the compound to uh, Tennessee just to be around in case they're needed. Because you want to have a full roster just in case anything screwy happens. So, quite a few players are going from South Bend to Tennessee. One of those players going from South Bend to Tennessee is Burl Caraway. Burl Caraway started the season, actually he started very well for South Bend. His first two outings were really good. Then he started walking the entire universe. He had he had some really bad lines, some really horrible lines, walking people, hitting people, wild pitches, um, you know, walking three, uh, walking four hitters in an inning, but never having the bases loaded because he's throwing enough wild pitches to score. It was, he, he had a lot of struggles, but the Cubs drafted the talent. They drafted the arm. They drafted the mid to high 90s. He's shown mid to high 90s. When he has his curveball working, it is very difficult for a high A hitter to sit on either pitch because the curveball and the fastball are both strike, well, are both swing and miss types if they're in the zone or if they're even remotely near in the zone. Burl Caraway has done well enough at South Bend to get promoted to Tennessee. That is exactly how it's supposed to work. When a player does well at a lower level, he gets promoted. Since Burl Caraway and Joe Nahas are both getting promoted from South Bend to Tennessee, that creates a spot in South Bend. And DJ Hers is going to South Bend. Good to see. Good to hear. Good to know. But realistically, this is about Burl Caraway. This is about Burl Caraway, and this is about a mindset. This is about a mindset of scarcity. Burl Caraway and a mindset of scarcity. There were people in 2020 who heard left-handed reliever, throws high 90s, 
get him to Chicago. That was what people were saying. Left-hander, throws high 90s, get him to Chicago. He hasn't played in any minor league games. I don't care. Left-hander, throws high 90s, get him to Chicago. That was the mindset. That was the call. That was the outcry. Left-hander, throws 99, get him to Chicago. Get him to Chicago, put him on the 40-man roster. But what if he's not ready? Well, it doesn't matter. 40-man roster isn't important. For a lot of people, the 40-man roster is not important. It's a mental clutter. Why do we even have to contemplate these things? They're silly. There's going to be a CBA. Maybe the 40-man roster will go away. Da, 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 whatever. I don't even want to deal with it. 40-man roster. I, I just want to see my Cubs. And I want to see the Cubs have the best players on the Chicago Cubs. Okay. But if you make a decision, if you make a decision, if you call out for a decision, that clutters the 40-man roster. You're making it more difficult to add players in the future. Now, I, I, I'm going to step back a little bit. Middle of August, Tampa Bay was in a 40-man roster crunch. 40-man roster crunch. And they designated for assignment Kevin Padlow. Kevin Padlow on... Fangraphs was a 45, 45 plus, something like that. Um, hasn't adjusted to Major League Ball yet. Had a short spell in Tampa Bay, wasn't getting it done. Sent him back down, and they realized they had a 40-man roster crunch. They needed to add another relief pitcher because they have a whole bunch of relief pitchers who all seem to get hurt. They decided to designate Kevin Padlow for assignment. Now, at the time, the Cubs 40-man roster, they probably could have made a move. Probably could have made a move. Yeah, uh-huh, nods. But the 40-man was full. The 40-man was full. They probably could have made a move. But they decided, you know what? The 40-man's full. And for whatever reason, they weren't confident enough. To put in a claim for Kevin Padlow. Otherwise the Cubs would have gotten him. Because the team after the Cubs got Kevin Padlow. If the Cubs would have put in the claim. They would have gotten him. So looking at the Cubs 40 man roster. Had they done trades a little bit differently. Alexander Vizcaino. Is in the minor leagues. And is on, a four, is a, on the 40 man roster. Um, Alexander Canario, outfielder in the minor leagues on the 40-man roster, not likely to play. Anderson Espinosa in the Cubs system on the 40-man roster in the pipeline, unlikely to play for the Cubs this year. Rafael Morel, Miguel Amaya, Braylon Marquez, a number of guys that the Cubs have are unlikely to play 
this year for the Chicago Cubs, but they're on the 40-man roster. Had the Cubs done their trades a little bit differently and they had fewer players on the 40-man roster, maybe they would have been interested in claiming Kevin Padlow. Maybe, yeah, maybe no. And, uh, I, I still recommended that they should have. I still wish they would have. And as things go along, if they would have claimed Kevin Padlow, then everything is entirely different. Because now, if they would have claimed Kevin Padlow, he would have been one of those guys on the 40-man roster. So when the Cubs are making roster moves, when the Cubs are adding this guy, adding that guy, adding the other guy, you would have to incorporate Kevin Padlow into... All those decisions as far as he is on the 40-man roster. Because if you're going to do things other than what the team does, you have to incorporate all those things into all your uh, combinations of permutations. Since the Cubs didn't add Kevin Padlow, they don't have to worry about But had the Cubs added Burl Carraway in 2020 to the 40-man roster, sent him to the Cubs, played him a game, oh, He's not ready yet. We're going to sign him back down to the minor leagues. Whoopsies. Um, all these decisions, all these difficult decisions, all these off-season difficult decisions, who should the Cubs sign? Who should make the 40-man roster? Who should all this? Who should all that? Um, should Frank Schwindel make the 40-man roster? Should Rafael Ortega make the 40-man roster? Should... Um, Michael Rucker make the 40-man roster. All these questions are rather important as far as assessing what's going to be happening in 2022, 2023, things we can't see now. The 40-man roster is quite important. People who dismiss the 40-man roster as unimportant are... Very difficult to discuss logic with in baseball. They're re- it's, it's really difficult to do that. Now, it's, it's perfectly okay to say, well, I really don't know these players very well. Yes, the 40-man roster is very important, but since I don't know very much about these players, probably I should not be the one whose opinion should be being prioritized. Now, that I have no problem with. But the people who say, I want a high 90s reliever on the Cubs roster. So because of that, since Burl Carraway is a high 90s reliever, I want him on the 40-man roster in 2020. All these decisions, all these decisions since then would have been very difficult. Very difficult. If you are making a call, to add a certain player, whoever it is, to the 40-man roster. That's not frivolous. It's not, not frivolous. The 40-man roster is rather important. It is to be considered legitimate. It is to be considered a... Wow, I don't want to use the term nuclear option because it's not that. But when people want to add, I'd like to add this guy to the 40-man roster because, hey, I'd like to be happy today. No. No, that's not the reason you add a player to the 40-man roster. 
Add a player to the 40-man roster because you have reason to believe that there is a legitimate chance he might be successful. The two most recent examples that are didn't work are Jake Jewell and Ryan Meisinger. They were added to the 40-man roster. Why were they added to the 40-man roster? Because the Cubs had the option to keep them on into 2022 if they performed well at the major league level. They did not. They are no longer with the Cubs. They are with the Dodgers. If you have a player who there is no specific reason to call them up to the 40-man roster, the best idea is to probably not do that. Back a while ago, a couple of people, but Cubs ought to call up Brennan Davis to the twenty to the forty man roster so he can get a couple of days at the major league. Why? Why? How is that benefiting the Cubs? Maybe it might benefit Davis. Maybe it might not benefit Davis. But adding an unnecessary name to the forty man roster effectively makes the forty man roster a thirty nine man roster. And the 40-man roster is restrictive enough. After all, even if you're not a fan of a number of the players on the 40-man roster, you look at the 46 players on the 40-man roster, maybe you knock it down. You knock it all the way down to 20 guys. You knock it all down. All the way to 20 guys. Get rid of most of these guys. Get rid of, just move them all out the door. You look at the guys, the potential 40-man roster, uh, the potential Rule 5 draft edition guys, and you only want to add four of them. So now you're only at 24 now. Okay. Well, that, that frees up a whole lot of opportunities to add free agents in the offseason or claim players off of the DFA wire. So it goes. 40-man roster decisions are important. People who don't value the 40-man roster are probably the types that I'm not going to have a whole lot of interest in following on Twitter. To follow the 40-man roster, it's kind of like that picture of the person who has the uh, all the images bouncing in front of their heads of, uh, I think it's mathematical, you know, you have the pie and you have the equals mc squared and you know all, all of everything flowing before their eyes and they're thinking about all these different things all 40 man roster that's kind of what it is 40 man roster that's kind of what it is is this player worth a 40 man roster spot if there is no current or long-term benefit in adding the 40 adding a man to the 40 man roster today don't do it just don't do it i'm glad Earl Caraway is getting to AA Tennessee. More so than that, I am glad he is not on the 40-man roster. A small aside, a small aside. The Chicago White Sox have a bad minor league system. They have a few players who are good in the minor league system. But in general, their system is really horrible. And the... Canapolis Cannonballers. Couple weeks. Myrtle Beach is basically splitting a series with Lynchburg. Or maybe is it? 
what is it? Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, Myrtle Beach has won two games against Lynchburg. The game on Sunday, Lynchburg won against the Cannonballers 16 to nothing. One of the things the White Sox have routinely done, routinely done, Fulmer, Rodan, um, Crochet, they bring players to the major leagues as quickly as possible. It's a decision. They choose to do it. That's the way they go. I'm going to disagree with it, but that's what they're going to do. That's how they want to do it. They like to bring players up immediately, and sometimes it has worked. Sometimes it has absolutely and completely blown up in their face. A little bit of both. The White Sox system, it appears the Sox do not trust their own development system. That doesn't seem like a very good idea. So whenever the White Sox get to a situation where they have a player who they think is going to be rather good, they will bring him to the major leagues very, very quickly, adding him to the 40-man roster, which creates a 40-man roster buy. The Cubs this offseason probably won't have too horrible of a 40-man roster bind. In future years, they probably will. But this offseason, probably not so much. If they want to keep the Dylan Maples, they can. They don't have to. I think that, boy, trading Dylan Maples would be Um, but I'm very happy the Cubs have not called up Burl Caraway to the 40-man roster because he's not ready yet. He's not ready yet. In most seasons, it's very logical. Send a player to a level. If he's better than that level, promote him. If he's better than that level, promote him. If he's better than that level, promote him. But in 2020, there was no reason to expect a pitcher who had done fairly well at Dallas Baptist, but showed some wildness. There was no reason to expect that he should be added to the 40-man roster. The White Sox did it with Garrett Crochet. He's done rather well as a reliever. But the way they're doing it, he's never going to learn how to be a starter. And when I saw him, when I was contemplating him as a pitcher at the major, at the professional level. I was thinking, start him. Have him as a starter. Have him as a starter. Have him as a starter. Get him to develop his fastball, his curveball, his slider, his change, whatever his entire repertoire is, get him to develop those. The White Sox decided to call him up immediately, and there's been a level of success. There's been a level of not success. I'm glad the Cubs did not add Burl Caraway immediately to the 40-man roster. Adding players to the 40-man roster ought to come with a seven-page written explanation as to why this is being done. Because I want him there isn't reason enough. 
I'm glad Caraway is going to get a look in AA. There's a legitimate chance he might be useful there. In general, the Cubs pi pipeline has been quite decent. I'd say since the end of July, but actually it's been rather good since the start of July. Records won't necessarily say that. But uh, it's good that Burl Caraway is now in AA. Hopefully by 2022, whether there is a strike or not, Burl Caraway will make it to AAA. And at some point, hopefully he will be that left-handed relief pitcher throwing 97, 98, 99 with a killer curveball at the major league level pitching in Wrigley. But how about this? Let's let him run it. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great day. Be safe, be nice to others, and I will talk to you very soon.